it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Hold on, hold on. Before we get started, I just want to say to my beautiful wife, who I've been with for over 25 years, happy birthday, baby. Many more. All right. Now you can play Jimmy from Boston's message, which is probably going to be making fun of me again. from Boston. Baby, unless you've recently been initiated into the mob, or you suddenly started batting cleanup by the Yankees, there is no way I'll pull it off wearing that Virgin Mary chain. I saw the picture. You look like one of goddamn Mama Fratilli's sons from the Goonies kid. My goodness. You know this, Sebastian? Hold on, I gotta give it a little bit more time here. Jesus. How long is it? <laughs> Not long enough. Listen to the wind blow and watch the sunrise. Fleetwood Mac, baby. Come on. But it never got that, man. Off my radar. If you don't love me now, you will never love me again. More importantly, Pete and Sebastian show. We are back. Locked in. If I had a seatbelt, I'd be wearing it right now. Sebastian Maniscalco on the other end. DJ Lou behind the glass. Bro, what is up? Ooh, what is up? Just coming off a small argument out of the car uh, with Lana. Just got to bring right. us uh, right to Let's the forefront. Just gotta, just gotta, that's what, I don't go to therapy or anything, so this yeah. podcast is kind of like my outlet to uh, yeah. to therapy. Lana told me that uh, I'm like kind of basically impatient, which I don't know. Been with me 10 yeah. years. You think she would have found that out by now. But... Uh, Listen, man, and I think you could relate to this. Um, I have like an Italian angst about me, and uh, I give you an example. This is what kind of spearheaded the the uh, conversation. We were getting into the car, and she was strapping in Serafina, but as she was strapping her in, she's kind of playing with her with the I don't know. There was like some strawberries, something in the back, and uh, we were in a parking lot. And we were holding up what I was going to foresee is going to be a, a, a gridlock. Like it was, we were coming out of a parking garage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And this ain't the time to start playing, you know, kid games in the car. 
It's like a, I I relate it to a, a NASCAR race where they're coming in for a pit stop mm-hmm. and and they're gonna change the tires. They ain't lollygagging, right? They put the tire on, zit, 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 and they're gone. And he ain't talking to the guy about his wife through the window. You know what I'm saying? I don't wrap the gift when I when I talk. It's just all right. Get, get let's get out of here, right? That's 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 how I say it. All right, babe, yeah. come on. You know, that's not. It's not, babe. There's a car coming. We should that we should buckle her in and then proceed to the. They that ain't, ain't even in my nature, bro. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> me, me, and Lana should have tea and talk because Jackie's got a lot of that same trait as you, and uh, that just cut. Just like, don't be overly sensitive. We're in the middle of a day. Shit needs to get done. She's just efficient. I go, you're just efficient. You don't like. You're not friendly. And she's like, hey, it's the middle of the day. I have shit to do, and that's like you. But uh, I'm with Lana. I'm with Lana. I like a little. Oh, what? Who do you need a pretty wrapped gift, bitch, bro? Yeah, listen, we you could go at the you... drop of a hat. Why can't we have a moment in the parking lot in the back seat? Why can't we have a moment whenever? What are you like uh gonna lose lose your pole place coming out of the parking lot? <laughs> I mean it it is what it is. Find That's happiness tough. in every moment. I mean what I, I say to Jackie in the morning, you can't hit me with a good morning. God, so, I feel like, a, <laughs> man, you and Lana should have coffee. Nothing to be wrong with your relationship. Icicles, man. I can't stand your texts. There's no cordiality in your texts ever. Never. What? I mean, I hit you with a, what's up, bud? Later, guy. You, you know? Not, I, I, listen, I'm not what? saying. Yes, I should work on my delivery time to time. But you I'm sound like you don't want to. Listen, I'm with your <laughs> wife here. We're in the course of the day. We got to get home. I got to get the podcast up and running. We don't got time to sit there and dilly-dally in the parking lot. That's all I'm saying. <coughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not uh, saying we're not going to stop and smell the roses ever again. But Jesus, come on. Look around. I'm looking around at my surroundings constantly. As soon as I come out of the elevator, if there's somebody in the elevator with me, I look to see where they're going and to see if they're going to get in their car and beat me out of the garage. There's so much shit going through my head. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That's too much. That'll drive you nuts, man. Yeah, man. That's where I'm coming from. So anyway, I got the whole... uh, I got the whole, you know, she was looking at me, and I go, you, know, you, you ever get the look, and then, then you got to ask what the problem is? You ever get that? Or are oh, you yeah. normally given the look? No, I get that look. I'll say, yeah. I love the way, though, you're going, right? You're asking right away. Some men will just go, she was cold with me. Her eyes, I could tell she was angry. Not you, right? You're like, what's the problem? <laughs> what what <laughs> exactly go, do you say? <laughs> exactly. Go, what's going on? You're you going to cry? Jesus, guy. What, what, what Jesus guy? I go. That's a taunt. <laughs> that's bullying, Lou. Is that not bullying? Can we get a Google that shit? I mean, that's literally one of the phrases of bullying. That could be are you gonna cry? What? Are you gonna cry now? Come on, cry, baby, cry for me. No, I didn't say. I didn't say. We're gonna cry. I said, we're gonna cry. What's wrong? And she looked at me. I go, your right eye. There's like a tear in it. I go, what, what's what's the problem? Because it came out of nowhere, man. It came out of nowhere, like, 
the, the incident happened probably 12 minutes prior to the to the almost cry and uh-huh. it took me by surprise i'm like uh, you know we were talking fine in the car and then we pulled up into the uh, driveway and i got the i got the cry eyes and then now, she, you know, she's like, you know, you've been on my back uh, all day. It's like, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells. You know, like you told me, yeah. we had a thing last night. She's like, and I've been dying. I've been telling her this for years. Minimize the iPhone usage. I said, I want to not have the phone. I said, and I'm included. I want to not have the phone on me constantly and checking things and emails and this yep. and that and Instagram or whatever the hell it is. Right. I want to be present. I want to be in the moment. And I said, you know, it's difficult sometimes when I call you on the road on FaceTime and my wife has to multitask while we're on FaceTime. So she'll have her computer open and she's FaceTiming with me, but then I'll hear, you know, she's typing. You know? Right, right. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I I get pissed off when I'm performing in front of two thousand people and I look down and somebody's checking their phone. Now, that one person out of three thousand or two thousand, whatever it is, I'm like, why aren't you listening? Right? <laughs> yeah. Now, yep. if I'm solo with you and you're doing that, you're gonna get railed. <laughs> you you don't see the tear and just go past what's the matter? You're gonna cry right to. Oh, baby, baby, come on. I didn't know. With the high voice, the arms out, the coming in for the hug right away, you're like questioning that it might be dust. (laughs) 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 I could be a little bit more sympathetic. I agree. I'm not saying I'm totally in the right here. I'm just saying that the way I speak is very kind of matter of fact and to the point and blunt and that could sometimes misconstrue that i'm not sensitive or i am not uh i don't have any feelings which i have an abundance of and i have a theory to this but i'll let you finish i'm sorry no here's the theory what is it? did you if i'm not mistaken did you sit through the masterpiece that you were a part of the irishman did you sit through it you saw it right Yeah. And then and then I saw the photo that you sent me, which is unbelievable of you. Can I in the courthouse? Yeah, yeah. Guy, you're going through a phase. It's method acting and you're having trouble detaching from the character. You really are. Look, it, 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 I, God rest his soul. Look at what it did to Heath Ledger. He couldn't get away from the Joker and, and it tormented him. And that's what you're going through on a lesser scale with Bonanno. You're, you're, you're coming home with this mob like you. Somehow you're going to cry. You know, she's feeling intimidated. She's feeling scared in the passenger seat of her own vehicle, guy. She's on the phone with her mom right now going, I, I tried to have a moment with Serafina in the back seat. I thought he was going to hit me. <laughs> Seriously, dude, I couldn't believe your expression in that in that photo. I mean... I was ready to nominate you for a Golden Globe just from the still shot. <laughs> a serious actor now. Yeah, man. I Listen, I, I do have to massage the message a little bit better than I have in the past. And uh, I'm totally aware of that. It's just like, 
yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if my expectations are, hey, just, you know, take it. This is just, you know, like we're trying to get home. But maybe I'll be a little bit more sympathetic towards it. You know what's going to really start to help, too? I, I soften it up a little. Is when, um, and it's only about two years away, you're going to start getting double team because your daughter's going to be old enough to start going, Dad, be nice, you know, calm down, Dad, you know, and, and then you're going to you be. You bring like, up a good know. point, you know, you really bring up a good point because I don't know if that's going to be the case. I, you know, maybe Serafina goes, Ma, get in the car. Mom, get in the car. But uh, I had to say, man, uh, you know, We've discussed this before in the past that when Lana and I watch a uh, sensitive emotional movie, I'm the one just in tears. And I look over at her and it's like, listen, you're not going to cry at the uh, at, uh, Shawshank Redemption, but you're going to cry because I told you to get in the car? Yeah, well... Listen, by the time she's on that couch with you, she's so confused and scared for her own physical well-being <laughs> that she's just, she's not even there. She's like Julia Roberts learning how to swim while you're sleeping, getting ready to flush a ring down the toilet and cut her hair. <laughs> Lou, nothing on this shit, sleeping with, sleeping with the enemy. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was Runaway Bride, I didn't get it. Oh, no, it's a shit. different thing. By the time you're watching a movie, bro, yo, you got so much shit pent up from you being Mr. You know, Joe Bonanno, the live version. It's, that, it's, uh, it's Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo. Joe Bonanno. Oh, oh, dude. Alligators, crocodiles. And cold Italian with slick back hair. <laughs> I'm aware of it. Yeah. I'm aware of it. That sounds great. Uh, yeah. But I, I'm going to approach it with a little bit more patience pump the brakes a little bit maybe take the tone down and you know see where it goes from there but i, I just saying come on man this ain't i'm just trying to get things done that's all <laughs> yeah i know but that's, that's the closest you do to anything about this i've known from doing the cast with you for all these years is say i'm aware of it <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's all you do. That's my that's my it's my go-to. I know. All right, guys, a lot of things to announce. As you know, the Fort Pete's Sake Tour is in full gear. I'm on my way October 19th to the Trouth and Buffalo. Still tickets available. The 26th in Pittsburgh Club Cafe. November 2nd, Gramercy Theater. And it goes on and on. All Saturday nights up until Christmas. But right now, Lou, can I get a drum roll? You can add it later if you have it. The For Pete's Sake album special. It's playing on this channel right after our show. You can listen to my new album, For Pete's Sake. It's playing all weekend on Sirius XM uh, all the way through Sunday. They're going to air it like 10 times. I want to thank the people at Sirius XM. I want to thank Jack, the head man in charge over at Sirius XM on the Comedy Channel, Raw Dog for putting this puppy on. I really appreciate it. And the actual video special, co-produced by Bill Burr's company, All Things Comedy, is coming out later in the month. The album will be available for sale on iTunes October 18th. Guys, no bells and whistles. Just my favorite stand-up I've ever done on special, man. I'm really proud of this one. I hope you like it. I think it'll make you laugh.
All right, guys, I've asked you this question before. I'm asking it again. Which of my online searches does the government have a right to know about? Zero, right? No matter what I look up, even when I'm Googling myself, no one needs to know that. That's why you got to get yourself ExpressVPN, okay? Without ExpressVPN's protection, though, hackers, government, ad companies, and ISPs all have full access to all your data. How annoying is that? But ExpressVPN encrypts and reroutes your web traffic to any number of countries, keeping you safer and secure. No one has to know what you're up to. ExpressVPN is the fastest VPN. Um, You can make it seem like you're browsing from a different country so you can watch any Netflix library in the world you want. How cool is that, dude? So protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash DJ Lou. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash DJ Lou for three months free with your one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash DJ Lou to learn more. Keep your privacy private. Dude, I always add great lines at the end. Let's take it to NASCAR if we can. Let's fill the listeners in on what Pete did over the weekend. He he went to NASCAR via private jet through his buddy, posted a few photos on Instagram and Facebook, what have you. He, He actually got in the pilot seat. Give us a kind of play-by-play how this happened, some nuances of the trip, what happened on yeah. the jet. What do we got? Un- un- I mean, obviously, I know you've been on these, but for all you listeners, you don't you don't get to hear a lot about what it's like to be on a private jet because people that are on them understandably feel a little self-conscious and don't want to make it seem like, look at me. I'm never going to be on one again, so let me tell you about <laughs> this shit no matter how great and awesome you imagine it is and easy it makes your life double that double that it's insane i don't care about the global warming if i could afford one of those fucking things i would never touch down you would never see me i'd be flying every day Uh, oh my god all right. So having what, said that, is bro, this his jet? It, it's his jet. It? He Man. owns it. Yeah, he owns it. Uh, yeah, he's uh, obviously family does very well. He does very well. Um, Hard working businessman. But so yeah, they got a ten passenger jet, uh, and then they got their pilot that's full time. Two pilots. He can fly the jet too, but you know he doesn't fly it like and stuff like this. Now. The deal was when they were picking us up uh, at the airport, they said my dad, his dad, and his dad's brother and the family were going to be on the plane because they're going to continue on to Florida. And then he goes, coming back, it's just going to be us, but they're going to go down to Florida with the jet. So, you know, and again, they're uh, really successful businessmen. And now I'm like, I'm getting picked up at like 10 o'clock in the morning. And where we're going in Charlotte, it's going to be like, 85 and we're going straight to richard childress i don't know how well you know nascar but he's like a legend in the nascar world he has a he has a winery and we're guests of his at his winery for a tour of his winery so jackie's like you're not gonna be able to change so whatever you're wearing on the jet is what you're gonna have to wear she always gets in my jock about 
you know, how to behave and who I'm going to be with. And you can't, you can't be like you, you usually are, you know? I go, if I was, <laughs> can't I, I be go, you. yeah. But by, by the way, she goes, you can't wear your chains. I'm like, I got to wear my chains. I call it chains now, bro. I meant to tell you, Jackie found a longer chain in her thing, in her drawer, and it had a cross on it. So, and the cross won't come off. It's like attached to the chain. It slides on it, but it won't come off. And I'm like, well, I still got to go with my mother, Mary, because one of our listeners sent me a photo of Mel Gibson wearing this thing. And I've been having, I can't bring it up yet, but I'm having a really good run of luck. So I double down. I'm wearing them both. You can hear them jiggle. I wear them both on one chain. So now I got, I doubled my luck. And she's like, you can't wear your chains. And I'm like, I'm wearing my chains. They'll be under my shirt, but I'm wearing my chains. Especially flying on a plane. You got to have the, the, the Holy Lord on your, on your heart, right? Yeah, and I got to be me, right, man? I can't, you know? So she wanted me to wear my loafers with my shorts, and I felt like a loafer is almost barefoot. I'm like, that's showing. The whole top of my foot is showing. So I go, I'm going to wear my black sneakers with ankle socks and my shorts, which, you know, I'm like, what am I doing? Because I wanted to wear pants and then change into shorts. So she told me I wouldn't be able to. I get on the plane I meet all these, you know, high-powered businessmen. They're all very friendly, but they're all in khakis. They're all in pants. They're all oh, in pants. God, I, bro. I, I get on in shorts. I swear I saw them all eyeball me real quick from up to down, like like oh, black sneaking. Yeah. All leather interior, beautiful jet. I get on in shorts. We take off. We're up in the air for about... 10 minutes we've been making some chit chat uh real nice people all of them i sit back and then the father-in-law asked me another question and i lean over and i go i'm sorry i just need everyone to know on this plane i can't even begin to tell you how uncomfortable i am that i'm the only man in shorts right now this is driving me nuts <laughs> and they all start cracking up, man. And they're like, oh, don't worry about it. I wish I could be in shorts. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And then, and they were like, sh- like the kind of shorts that dress shorts, bro, that like aren't extra long. So whenever I'd sit on the leather, if I move forward just a little, they'd pull up to the point where, you know, your skin color changes and it's really oh, white. Wow. Oh, and that would oh. happen a lot. I kept looking down like white skin, white skin. So I'd be pulling on them like a like a woman pulling on her skirt, nervous oh. for a job interview. Oh, oh wow, man. Yeah, yeah. It was really uncomfortable. <laughs> And I got to tell you, man, those private jets, Lou, you you would think, Lou, don't you think they go when you get on that they still go buckle your seatbelt and we're taking off, we're next? Sure, a little bit of that. Yeah. None of that, dude. It's like getting in your friend's Tahoe. I Like, the pilot's there. I go up. I met him before. He came to one of my shows. I'm like, hey, Chuck, how are you? He's like, good to see you, Pete. He takes my bag. I get on the plane. There were, Everyone's on the plane. They're like, you want a bagel? Da-da-da. Chuck gets on, closes the door, takes off. You know, you put your belt on if you want. You, you know, for a second, everybody does. And uh, 
He doesn't say we're taking off, buckle in, this is how long. He doesn't say anything. They play the music, we have bagels. Hour later, boom, you're in Charlotte. Land, you land. I rent the car, dude, what do I got to do? I got to get the shuttle, da-da-da. We land, the car is right next to the plane on the tarmac with a dude dangling the keys. Oh, yes. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Straight (laughs) to the vineyard. Richard's going to catch up with you later. So then after the vineyard, we go to... By the way, dude, I don't need another tour of the wine vineyard ever in my life. Oh, Are you into that? Oh, God. I, I was like... I couldn't even stay on my feet. He's talking about the different grapes and shit, and I'm like... Oh, I love it. We got a real bad frost, and it killed the grapes, and 10 people go, oh! I'm like, oh, God, what the fuck? We have a funeral for the fucking grapes? So then we went with a new vine, and in about four years, that puppy's going to be ready to go. Four years? I can point out three people in this tour that are going to be dead within four years. You don't... Oh, and then you ever have this when you're doing a tour, and while the guy's talking, like they have these big empty tanks where the grapes go into. One guy starts doing the wander away and like peeking his head into the oh, tank. Oh, one of these, like he's yeah. checking the serial yeah. number on it. Yeah, yeah, like oh, yo, what are you super duper into it, guy? <laughs> oh, so so. <laughs> So now I'm doing the wander away, but not for the tour, you know, trying to bang out a little hobby hit in Richard Childress's vineyard. (laughs) Oh, God. And Jackie, oh, God, I love my my wife to death, but she kept asking questions. Oh, God. And every question, I'd say, I, honestly, four out of five of her questions on my head, I'm like, you really don't care about that. You really don't care about that. You really don't, you know? And and then we're all having dinner later that night, all four of us, and I go, uh, what was with all the questions? And her friend goes, yeah, Jack, what was that about? And she goes, well, I felt bad. I, no one was asking. I go, the, the, the tall lady don't care. That means she can just move on to the next thing. Oh. Right? God, she's asking questions, I got, prolonging I, the damn thing. Yeah. I go to tour ladies with her husband right now going, oh, there was this one blonde who wouldn't fucking stop asking questions about the grapes. Oh. So I'm going to recommend um, a, a rosé made mostly of Grenache. I have a question about the trees. Uh, then, right? So, so, uh, so then after that, right? This is crazy. Richard Childress owns a racing team he he was famous with dale earnhardt apparently uh, they won many together like uh, belichick and tom brady so richard childress has his own racing campus in charlotte with several buildings and that's where they build and make his race cars and and other race cars actually the engines of them and we were invited through my friend for a private tour Literally, at the wear safety goggles, give your cell phones up, like like Willy Wonka back back tour, oh, taking man. us to where the guys are working on the cars. They come over, they let us see and show us and explain. Just high tech, unbelievable shit, right? I mean, crazy tour. So then we go out that night. Right next day, we go to the track. Um, we were in his private box. At the Charlotte Motor Raceway in Richard Childress's private suite overlooking the track, watching the 
Roval 400. And um, before the race, we were taken by golf cart down all the way around the stadium, literally onto the racetrack. And we got to stand next to Austin Dillon in his number three car and take a photo with him. And all the drivers walk out onto the track right next to me before the race. And then during the race, we got to stand right next to the wall where the pit crew guys are, showing us all the shit. And then right above where the pit comes in, there's a little mini tower. And they put us up in this tower to watch the the, the race from the tower. How is the volume down there? It's it, insane. Are you, are you screaming? Or, or can you hear anything? Yeah, you can't hear anything when these cars come racing by. It's so loud. It's like the loudest shit you'll ever hear in your life. And uh, they give you headphones to wear. Jackie and I, this is, this is what an unbelievable inside tour this was. We were given these headphones to wear sitting over the pit. And we're listening to Austin Dillon talk to the crew chief who's sitting right in front of us. He's like, I'm coming around hot. I think my one bump is going to need it to be bumped out a little. You can do that on the left side when they're changing the tire. I'm coming in. And the guy's like, all right, everybody get ready. He's coming in. All right, keep it in first gear. Slide it in slow. All right, you're in. You're like, holy shit. <laughs> so, and then after the race, we leave. This is the last part I'll tell you. We leave like the race is going to end in about six laps. So the guy, when he goes, let's get out of here now. The airport's two miles away. So we walk out two seconds, we get in the rental car, we drive out, what, six, seven, ten minutes later, we're at the airport, his jet's sitting there, we park right in front of the jet, we get out, we get on the jet, it's, it's, dude, I left Charlotte at six, at 720, I'm, I'm in Jamestown, New York, getting in my Tahoe, oh, what are you talking about, what are you, I'm from the future. I came here in a time machine that you invented. Uh, and, and then when we, we're going to get in his jet, right? And as we're getting in and Chuck's loading the stuff on, uh, you look and there's jets lined up. And uh, I'm like, holy, look at all these jets. And the guy in when he goes, yeah, those are all. He goes like, it says TS on the tail fin. He's like, that's Tony Stewart. That's this one. That's that one. All the drivers have their jets lined up. So as soon as the race ends, they get choppered over. And as he's oh. saying that... I, a chopper comes in, and right next to the chopper, there's a big jet, and it says RP. And he goes, oh, I bet that's Richard Petty. Because they don't even drive the two miles. They get chopping from a heliport from the Charlotte yeah. Raceway. So the, the the helicopter lands, and it's an older guy with white hair. And he goes, oh, no, that's Richard Penske of Penske Motor Oil. Oh, and, and, and dude, and I know you know this world, right, from the oh, family, friends, man. right? This is the, you know, you know when a guy's so loaded, when he gets out of a helicopter, he, he don't even look up at the blade or anything, <laughs> you know? Like, he gets off it like we get out of an elevator. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. Out of, the, out of the copter, into his jet, boom, off to uh, wherever he lives. Oh, God. Wow. What He's sitting there going, the oil I make runs this plane. <laughs> yeah. I'm a god. And, you know, and then you just land in Jamestown. There's a guy in a golf cart. Hey, how are you, sir? I'll take you to your Tahoe. We're the only ones there. The only ones there. And then you're home in no time. And we'll, I'm, I'm, I'm watching Game of Thrones by 9.15. Oh. 
you had headsets on watching a full race at 4.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable, man. So uh, what an experience. Couldn't be any more grateful. I mean, Jackie's friend and her husband, I'm telling, they couldn't be any nicer and more down to earth, man. Just incredibly kind and generous people. It was awesome. Nice, uh, nice experience up at NASCAR, private jets, in and out. Yeah, it's like you're spoiled, yeah. though, you know? And then you go back, and then you got to fly United or Delta. You're like, this ain't the way it's supposed to be. And you're right, you know? It's like you take a private jet, they can give a shit if you fly out of the seat 30,000 feet up in the air. No, you want to put the seatbelt on? Fine. If not, we, yeah. you know, it's all right. <laughs> I was surprised that they don't even say, uh, we're taking off, guys. None of that. No, none no, none of that, none of this. Uh, buckle your seat and the your baggage and this and that, and the, it's just beautiful. I mean, you're not you're not waiting for another thing to taxi or anything. You just roll up out into the next thing. <laughs> So let's get down to, can we hear about this flick, dude? I mean, what was it like going to the premiere? Okay, so uh, we go New York City, Friday night, fly in from Charlotte. Uh, there's two screenings of The Irishman, one at three and I one at eight, eight o'clock, yeah. So... I go down to the three o'clock screening and I they take me backstage and the first guy I run to right into backstage is uh, Pacino. Right? Oh, no. Man. We know the story about two months ago when I met Pacino at the Icon Award show. So I make a beeline right for him. I said, hey, Mr. Pacino, nice to see you again, Sebastian Maniscalco. Hey, how you doing, man? It's nice to see you. Really nice guy, right? <laughs> Holy shit. I turn to my left, Bobby Cannavale. You know who that is? Yeah, man, he's fantastic. We start shooting the shit a little bit. Uh, I've met him in the past, but we haven't really had a conversation, but we're chatting it up. Uh, then I run into a friend of mine who's also in the film. Her name is Catherine Narducci from uh, Bronx Tale. Remember her? She played De Niro's wife and then subsequently played Artie Bucco's wife in Sopranos. Yes. Nice. Yes. She's Pesci's wife in this. Um, Ray Romano, I see. Never. I met him in passing really briefly at this corporate event few years back but then we started chatting it up super nice guy yeah um so i'm like this then i see scorsese i go up to him i go how you doing he just laughs at me <laughs> this guy is constantly laughing probably one of the happiest men i've ever seen in my life right <laughs> yeah so what they're going to do is they're going to introduce the entire cast or pretty much, I don't know, about 12 of us on stage. Uh, Scorsese's going to do it, and I'm second to go on stage. Uh, so Action Bronson, who's in the movie, 
he was before me. He went out first. Then he introduced my name. And then, you know, towards the end, he brought out uh, Pacino, Pesci, and De Niro. Place one nuts. 12 of us Holy on stage. Holy shit. It's, it's surreal. Surreal, right? Oh, so my we, God. we exit stage, and um, you had the option. You could either watch the movie, or you could uh, go back to the hotel, and there was a cocktail reception with some past hors d'oeuvres there. I opted for the cocktail reception because I was going to see the part. First of all, I already saw the movie. Secondly, I was going to go to the second screening, uh, so I didn't want to sit through two screenings. So anyway, yeah. go back, talking to Bobby at the bar. And we had a blast We're talking to Bobby and some of the other actors were there just uh, shooting the shit with them. None of the heavyweights were there. It was just, uh, you know, the, the, the you know, Catherine and me and Bobby. And, and then there was Mo Black's brother, Fat Andy. And his guys, Frankie the Wop. Freddie No-Nos. Go upstairs after that. And now we're going to go back for the 8 o'clock screening. I go in the back, uh, you know, backstage there, and I look to my right. DiCaprio's there. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so, again, for you podcasters who listen to the show, wow. about three months ago, I was at DiCaprio's house playing pickleball. I met him for the first time, and we actually ran the table and won the pickleball tournament he had at his house. So there is a there is a frame of reference there. So, you know, he's talking to you know, De Niro and he's talking to his Catherine. He's bouncing over this and that and the other. So I go, I got to talk to this guy before he leaves. So as he's leaving, I just pop my head out. I go, you ready for another pickleball game? And he goes, what's up, man? How you doing? talking. I said, we got to play again. You got to come on. Nice guy, right? So I'm yeah. like, this is surreal. I got yeah. like four or five of the best actors in the world. In the in world. The wing, in the yeah. wing of this uh, of this auditorium. Yeah. Dude, so, well, it's just insane. <laughs> so we get, uh, we get introduced again. And then after the introduction, we go find our seats. Now, mind you, I'm only going to see an hour and probably 20 minutes of this movie because I got to bolt over to Jimmy Fallon and do Fallon live at 1135, right? Yeah. So I get in and we're we're getting into our row. Now, as I'm getting and I'm, I got to pass about, I'd say, 15 people to get to my seat. And I look down. I'm like, excuse me. Spike Lee, excuse me, Mike Myers, right? It's like oh a who's who are the people yeah. in in the you know? It's, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Just get to the seat. So yeah. I get to the seat. I start watching. This is the first time I'm seeing the movie color corrected with a live audience at a movie theater, and I'm into it. I'm like, this is I can't believe it, and I'm trying to stay long enough to see my part but i had to go so i gotta bolt out of there so i get in the car i go over to fallon now as you well know 
We had a mishap on Fallon about two, three years ago where I completely go blank, right? Yeah. So this time around, I'm doing panel. I'm going to do about a five to six minute bit with Jimmy on the couch. And then he's going to bring me back to do stand up. I start to stand up. And about the same same time frame that I lost my um, way on the on the last time I did stand up, yeah. I start to feel myself unravel again. Oh. I'm, for, I'm forgetting yeah. the act, bro. My brain shutting down. So this is, I'm going, yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, it's happening again. It's oh. happening again. <laughs> oh come on. So. I snap out of it and I start doing material that I didn't have okayed. Because, you know, when you do a set like this, you have to give them your five minutes in writing, what it is, what you're saying. They check with uh, with uh, standards and practice to see if you could say yeah. any of it. And then they give it back to you and say, you can't say this, you can't say that. I'm going rogue, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! You couldn't even like remember like one of the bits left from the thing. Oh, no. <laughs> like maybe not in order, but I know I was gonna do that thing about cats or something. No, 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 no. I, I, the whole bit was one long bit, but I forgot. Oh. I forgot where I was supposed to go, so I jumped to another piece of it that I did have okayed, and then I got back on track. But I'm like, oh my. God, again, this is going on. Oh, hilarious. So anyway, <laughs> it, it's a short hiccup. If you watch this set, you'll know where I thought I was going to have a, a go into a full-blown uh, Alzheimer's attack. But uh, do that. And then it's 1 o'clock. They're having an after party for the movie. Uh, is it Tavern on the Green? Is that what it's called? Yes. Yep. Okay. So that's where the after party is. I go in packed. I go in the back where a lot of the uh, the cast is. You know, Bobby's there, Catherine's there, but the main guys had apparently had left and 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 went to some bar or whatnot. And at, at this point, I've been up for almost 22 hours straight. So yeah. I told Judy, I said, "Let's get out of here." Um, and then got on a plane the next morning to Dayton, Ohio. So. I got to tell you, though. Know, oh, on the red carpet, bro. You should have seen it. It was like lightning. I saw Jim Norton there. He, he made me laugh because we were like at the mouth of the red carpet waiting to go in. But De Niro and Pacino and Pesci and Scorsese were and Keitel were already on the carpet. It was a lightning fest. The whole thing looked like white light. The, the, the cameras could not go fast enough on this on this group of guys because it's probably the last time they're ever going to be together. And uh, it's just, it was just something to see. It, 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 it was truly amazing. I can't wait for the yeah. LA premiere because uh, I'll have Lana with me. I didn't have Lana with me uh, on this time around, but uh, it was a, it was once in a lifetime experience. It's, it's one of these movies that I think, and, and from what I'm hearing, it got rave reviews, and uh, you know they're talking Oscar. So we might have another Oscar story shortly in February. This is amazing. Absolutely amazing, man. What a story. 
Holy, yeah, I don't even uh, know where to start with the questions. First of all, <laughs> I, I do have to say, uh, and Lou, can I get a, a, a outside of a comics opinion here? Sure. Uh, I'm thinking making me do stand-up on Fallon on top of everything else. It's a, it's a bit much. Am I working the camera, too? Yeah, right. Uh, right? I, just, I mean, I, I, I do the couch and I leave. I mean... I mean, what, 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 you know? Don't you graduate from stand-up to you already made the couch. Now you don't go back to stand-up. The stand-up for me was, I, I was promoting my tour as well. So I figure I like to do a little stand-up on these Tonight Shows or these whatever, whatever late night. Just to, just uh, you know, I'm a comedian. It's kind of where I should be, feel comfortable. But apparently... There's something in that studio that I got to bring some sage next time. I got to get rid of it. There's something, there's something going on there. It's screwing me up. The, the, more, the more screen time I have, the better it is for me. That's the way I look at it. No, I know. Right? I know. Yeah, I tell you. I mean, De Niro, meanwhile, is on uh, CNN going, fuck him, fuck him. <laughs> I remember the Tonys when he got up there and cursed. A lot of fuck criticism em. of you. Fuck him. Okay, well, you know, this is cable. Sorry. But I can't wait for you guys to see this. Uh, this I movie. can't it's, wait. It's pretty, pretty spectacular. When is it uh, out on Netflix? Uh, November 27th on Netflix, uh, November 1st in theaters. But this is something that you have to go to the theater to see. I, this isn't a, a watch at home. Is there an intermission at the movie theater? Not that I'm aware of, no. Yeah. I mean, you it's know, I, I, it's a long one. It's a long one. You know, I, I got to I, I, listen, as much as I want to see it November 1st, this is one of those... I got to hit pause, rewind. Jack, hold on. Let me get my coffee. Come back. I mean, it's going to it's gonna yeah. take me five hours to watch this movie. I'm going to start at about five o'clock. Uh, my family, you know, and then it's going to take me to about 1030 at night. Well, this is going to be a great Thanksgiving watch because the 27th is literally the day before Thanksgiving. I know. I, yeah, listen, yeah. So... I, I've been looking forward to this movie so long. I even have that mapped out. I said to Jackie, we're not going to get to watch this until Sunday because my family's visiting. And uh, what am I, Amish? I don't watch movies with my whole family. Do you do that? (laughs) Even when I go away on vacation with my family, I don't sit in the living room with them and watch a movie ever. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think, Dad? So that's what's going on there. um, What the hell else did I have? Oh. Got the keys to the house tomorrow. Oh, really? All right. The only reason I bring this up, the house needs some work, right? Uh, so it's going to be another six to eight weeks probably till we move in. But tomorrow, I'm going to take my family there. Take a picnic basket. We're gonna have a picnic in the backyard. That's so, so great. So, <laughs> dude, what a so, life! What a life! Uh, yeah, it's a special week. A lot of lot of things going on here, uh, but uh, hopefully, we'll be up and running at the new house to celebrate Christmas there, and uh, um, 
can't wait to have you guys over anytime man come on by this is gonna be a uh this is gonna be one of these houses where you just come by and uh you don't leave <laughs> <laughs> well we'll see man not based by the beginning of the show it sounds like there's gonna be a short amount of time you're allowed to be there we're working on it. <laughs> gonna be going in Alana. What the fuck? Two days now. <laughs> so, yeah. Congratulations on all of it, dude. Yeah, awesome. Thank the movie. You, can't you. wait to see the house. Oh, the movie's gonna be good, man. You're gonna love right. the movie. Unbelievable. Oh, boy. <laughs> if you want to talk to the comic this much and have them like have banter with you and like really seem like you have a good time, you gotta go on a cruise, man. You go on a cruise, on a cruise they have to talk to you. I'm not on a cruise, we're on a cruise. The Pete and Sebastian Show. Yeah, we've got good stuff this week. We appreciate the listenership. Just want to make an announcement here. Uh, the second half of the You Bother Me tour dates have just been released. Tickets are up on sale. We're coming, I mean, to a plethora of different cities. First, I want to promote January 11th in Los Angeles playing the L.A. Forum, which is uh, really special for me uh, in my hometown here of Los Angeles. Also going to places like Poughkeepsie, Reno, Nevada, North Charleston, South Carolina, Durham, North Carolina, Cherokee, uh, North Carolina, Baltimore, Albany, Milwaukee, uh, Windsor, Ontario, Temecula, California, all up on sale at SebastianLive.com. What what else do we got over there, Pete? Anything you want to make an announcement on? Yeah, immediately following our our show on Sirius XM today, my new one-hour special, the album side of it, the the video side of it's coming out next week on Amazon Prime. But the uh, For Pete's Sake album premieres immediately following this show, and it's going to air on Raw Dog like eight or ten times over the course of uh, the next few days. That's right. So I'm glad you mentioned the Amazon Prime because Amazon Prime now is taking a lot of specials and you got to go check out Pete's um, special on Amazon Prime. So what that means is if you have an Amazon Prime account, Pete's special will be available for you without any charge. You could just go there and watch it as many times as you want. That's if you have an Amazon Prime account. So it's uh, Amazon's making a big push uh, with their comedy specials, uh, and and uh, Pete, what when's the air date? Do you know on that? No, I don't up? know that. I don't know okay. that yet. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll know in the in the next week uh, when Pete's is going to be up there. So uh, tune back in for for the air date on. That. I love it. I love it. I did it at the the theater out in uh, Sellersville. Um, I you know I just have to say I feel like I'm a humble guy but it's my favorite one hour that I have done and if uh, if I if someone was doing this yeah I know I haven't brought it up I've just been working on it uh, we put it together and we love the way it came out and then uh, we got Bill Burr involved so it's through all things comedy uh, they're releasing it with us and um, 
I just like uh, I just love the way it came out. This is my favorite material that I've done. So yeah, I'm really excited for this. My man. favorite too, man. It's hilarious. Thank you, bro. What the, you Thank saw you. it? Yeah, I edited it. Why am I out of the loop on this? Guy, <laughs> out of the loop, man. You're, you're, you're doing 90,000 different things. Send I'd it love home. to send it. Jesus Christ. Absolutely, man. I'll send it your way. Later on tonight, I'll send it next time you travel and you take a look see at it, man. Perfect. Are you screening with DiCaprio? I don't mind. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Pete and Sebastian show. We will see you next week. And enjoy my album for Pete's sake. Here we go, baby. Kiss the good life goodbye. The show has ended. You ready for another pickleball game? Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.